Hello and welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. In this episode, I will be talking to Hazim Mackey. He's the Vice President of Engineering at CoinMe, the largest licensed cryptocurrency cash network in the United States. We'll be talking about why one-on-one meetings are so important for both engineers and engineering leaders and how they can benefit your relationship with your team. I'm your host, Jeff Perry. I'm the founder of More Than Engineering, and I'm a leadership and career coach for engineers. And this is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. It's the first podcast dedicated to helping engineers and technical professionals with both their personal and professional development. Let's jump right into the episode. Now it's time to jump right into the main segment of our episode. Today, I'm so excited to talk with Hazim Mackey. Hazim, it's so great to be with you today. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Jeffrey. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hazim, as we get started here, do you mind giving us a little overview? Tell us who you are and what you do on a daily basis. My name is Hazim Mackey. As you indicated, I'm the VP of Engineering for CoinMe, a mission-driven fintech uh, where our mission is to make crypto accessible and create a better financial future for everybody in the world. Day-to-day basis is a very interesting topic for me. In general, my days are dynamic, yet in a high level, if we just dissect them and go in deep into my very busy calendar, there's the, some of the leadership aspects of my role, uh, ensuring that as I oversee the engineering team, what our engineers are developing, aligns with the company's strategy, uh, where we want to go and is delivering value as we go. Is a good portion of that. Uh, then the rest of it uh, is really focused on growing, uh, coaching, and mentoring. I have a sizable team, uh, so I spend a good amount of my time on something that's dear to my heart, holding one-to-one, holding uh, discussions with people who report to me, uh, stakeholders and peers, and kind of people from my organization and even other organizations to connect on both the work and the personal level. So you mentioned one-on-one meetings as part of your coaching and mentoring approach. Talk to me about why you feel like these meetings are so important as you're trying to connect with an individual and also connect with other team members. Just taking a step back, sometimes one-to-ones, in my opinion, is used for status reporting, getting updates on projects, which might not be the best use of that time, if only used for that. I believe status reporting and getting updates can be a small portion of the one-to-ones, yet the main benefit of one-to-ones is establish that connection between the manager and the employee. There's a direct reporting to do several things, and it has some great outcomes. One, to get connected with the employee, to make sure that they are heard, to understand how can the manager best support them to be at their best, and for the employee to understand what their management can offer for them. It can be a great opportunity for motivation and to fuel that passion to achieve greater results. And it's also a wonderful opportunity and place to do coaching, growth, talk about the career and really focus about the employee. And the final thing, it is the one of the tools and the moment to both receive and exchange feedback where appropriate. Sometimes feedback comes late or not at the right moment or not early enough that it's not actionable or it doesn't have the desired outcome when given at the right time. 
you're trying to expand the reasons why we even have these meetings beyond just the status reports, which is excellent. Talk to me about the execution of a one-on-one meeting. How can a leader really make sure that when they're coming into these meetings, they're prepared, they're ready, and how do they move through to shift some of this meeting structure and how they approach this from that status report to actually expanding this into coaching, mentoring, really trying to grow the person and establish that connection like we talked about? Key success factors, if you allow me to use that fancy term uh, for effective one-to-ones, is no secret. It's easy, yet I think uh, sometimes the missing ingredients is the intentionality behind making it intentional. And to achieve the best results, I would say there are four or five things that uh, can happen to do that. The first one is to make it a shared ownership. It's a one-to-one time. That means that there's a one and there's another one. So make it a shared ownership. Uh, make the agenda a shared like artifact between both parties who are having that meeting. Not make it, hey, uh, I'm the manager. I'll direct the meeting. Move some of that ownership to the MP. Ask them what they want to discuss. The second thing is be present, which is very important, specifically in the interesting times we're in. We're still in the COVID era. Most of the task force is still either in a blended or in a remote manner. So being present, uh, not being distracted by everything around you is one of the most important things to put yourself in the mind, in that mindset before you start, you can start the meeting. In terms of, of structure and execution, Find that balance point between having a structure and agenda, but then approach it with empathy. Uh, Be open and flexible for the change and the dynamic nature of discussions. Like specifically, I'm in the tech world and in the tech part of the business, and things are fast and things uh, change a lot. So be open and flexible. Don't have a fixed agenda of like, hey, we'll cover these three bullet points each and every meeting because that removes part of the flexibility and the possibilities that come out of that. And then approach it with empathy. A great tool I would love to share with your listeners and viewers are open-ended questions. It's such a powerful human tool that really sometimes gets uh, overseen or overlooked in in one-to-ones. Ask questions such as like, how can I best support you? What has changed since last we spoke? Just start the meeting with these simple phrases. See what the employees want to discuss today is the second thing. The final thing is regularly make intentional time for both giving and receiving feedback on a recent interaction, on a recent observation. And even the manager, if comfortable, should ask for feedback like, hey, uh, how can I best serve you? Uh, What can I do different? What can I stop or continue doing? They won't use that framework. And again, doing these four or five simple things, both in the preparation and execution, can make it intentional and have great outcomes uh, for both the entities of the one tool. Yes, I love those success factors when you're talking about being present, being empathetic, not being so structured, but also still making sure that we prepare, be intentional about how we go about these meetings. Some great insights there. Now, one of the things you also mentioned is that this is a one-to-one like shared ownership idea. You're right. So sometimes when we talk about one-on-ones, we only talk about the leader's responsibility in there to, to make them as best. What would you say to those who maybe aren't the leader in the situation? How can employees who are going to be talking to their managers or leaders best make the use of one-on-one meetings when they have them? How can they come in prepared and ready to have a great meeting? The preparation even starts with the first one-to-one. Like As you're holding your first one-to-one with 
the leader or the manager uh, in this case, set expectations of your, what you want to discuss in your one-to-one. Set expectations on your preferred time of the day to hold it, your preferred day of the week. Again, try to state your preferred context, time, and situation uh, that the one-to-one would be the most fruitful for you, and then state your expectations. I would love to uh, discuss less of a status, more about me. I would love to dedicate time each four instances to discuss about my career and my growth, kind of set expectation. That's one. Two, depending on the preference and what works best for each person, go prepared with what you want to discuss. Again, depending on your preference. Uh, some people prefer method, both on, again, the manager or the leader and the employee side is, hey, send me an email beforehand of the points you want to discuss or share it at the beginning of the meeting. Again, what works best for you? The final thing is don't shy from taking control, which is my biggest advice here. If the one-to-one is starting and you want to deviate from the normal agenda to a topic of your choice to discuss a recent situation, to ask for a specific piece of advice, even to use it as a venting zone on something that happened, take the control. Again, it's a shared ownership. So take the control, tell the manager like, hey, today um, I want to deviate from the normal agenda and I want to discuss this thing for a one-to-one. And again, doing these three easy things, setting expectations early on, being prepared uh, before the time and taking control when needed will result in this great shared ownership. Now, Hazim, I'm curious to put you on the spot here and ask for a story here. You know, you've been in leadership and in technology for quite a while. I'm curious, we're talking about these principles generally, but I'd love to get a concrete example here from where you feel like either you personally or other people that you've worked with or mentored, that you felt like having these effective one-on-one meetings has been really helpful and even maybe transformative in helping people overcome some challenges and difficulties and and get to the improvements that they're trying to make. Can you give us an example where you've seen one-on-one meetings really have a huge impact on a person or a team? Yes, I have a very recent example that I was personally involved on. Again, I have a a little bit of a dynamic agenda with uh, with the people I want one with, uh, yet in general, uh, with some of my reports, their like, default action meeting source, and they jump into like, hey, here's the status for these projects. One, 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 like uh, one, two, three, four bullet points. And the situation was, uh, I had observed in interactions and in the general meetings that one of my team members seemed a little bit stressed. So when we start our one-to-one, the person just jumped into like, hey, let's, let me give the status. So what I did was simple. I said like, before we jump into our regular discussions, how are you doing? Tell me about you. I observed that you've been tense about the situation on this subject. Is there something I can do to help or support you? And I heard that long sigh. The reply I got was really transformative. The person one felt they are observed, that they are heard, and that somebody cares about them. So the discussion went, went into how they felt about the situation, that they were challenged in, with their calendar because they had lots of meetings and accordingly they weren't find the required time to prepare for some of these discussions. And actually the one-to-one turned into a help forum where I asked them if they're comfortable sharing their agenda and we looked at their, sorry, their calendar and we looked at their calendar and I coached them on a simple time management technique using four quadrants that one of my previous mentors had taught me about maybe eight years back. The result was three things. The employee felt or like team member felt that they are 
observed, heard, and appreciated. They became more effective because, again, they now know a tool and a technique that helped them better manage their calendar, get more prepared, and that helped the business because they had more impact. Just taking a step back, asking that simple, easy, personal question uh, produced impact on both the team, personal, and corporate or organization like such a powerful instance. And again, like for me, it was an aha moment. It's like, wow, that was an easy question, but an amazing outcome. First thing that was really important to them is that they felt heard and seen. And sometimes employees, especially in large organizations, can feel lost. Not sure where they really fit and where they're really providing value or if anyone even cares what they have to say. And sometimes even just that really gives them that feeling of, hey, I can be empowered and someone cares about what I'm doing, how I'm feeling, not just what I'm getting done here in the business, which then empowers them to feel that greater sense of connection and desire to do great work because they feel that. And so that's a critical thing. So I'd love to ask just a little bit more here. One-on-one meetings, how do you feel like they can really help show that appreciation and connection with staff and really build that trust? And again, I'm assuming you're asking on what the leader or the manager can do. Be prepared. Like if you want to show appreciation and motivate your team, you need to have the data and the instances that you show the appreciation appreciation be enforced. Be prepared, be understanding of the achievements, what the team is doing, acknowledging these kind of favorable moments with concrete examples is the first thing. Two, uh, try to balance the positive and the constructive feedback. And throughout my career, I've observed different leaders have different tendencies on the percentage of balance. Some favor more positive feedback. Some give care more about the constructive feedback because that's what I observe. Again, try to find your balance point for your employee and know that it's variable. People really appreciate when you acknowledge the great things, but everybody would love to know what they need to grow on. And if they're not receiving enough of the feedback, sometimes it's becoming challenging. It's like, what do I need to grow on? How can I grow in my career and grow my roles and responsibilities is the second thing. Three, find the right one. Sharing feedback and motivation uh, needs to be timely. Uh, so if it's based on an instance or an observation, it needs to be hours, days, or maybe a week after that, like not months. And not at the performance review. Like sometimes feedback just comes at the performance review, which is like, okay, where have you been for the last year or the last six months? The final thing, really understand what motivates and the form that uh, your staff and your team members like to receive such discussions. Like, is it in the one-to-one? Is it in writing? Because some team members would love to first read it, digest it, and then have a discussion. Like, understand what's the right forum and forum to reach out and to exchange the, these pieces of information, I think is an essential component of that as well. Well, I really love there that you really talked about essentially, I mean, these are one-on-one meetings. This is a great opportunity to personalize and make this in, truly individual for each person because every person is different with what they appreciate, what they value, and how they best learn and grow and and develop. And so this is our opportunity to really personalize. You can do so much in team settings and and meetings and other things. But then when we get down to the individual, that's where we're trying to really personalize what we're trying to do for them and that person and, and really understanding those different aspects, like you mentioned there. Fabulous to really treat every person as an individual because 
not every person's going to want the same things. And so we can adapt to each person. That's fabulous. That's a splendid summary. What's your opinion on frequency? Like how often, what's the cadence that we should be having one-on-one meetings? And, and do you have a preferred time length per meeting that you like to see? There is twofold for my answer. One, in a generic sense, the answer depends. Like it depends on the expectations of the employee, the number of reports. There is no right or wrong answer. I'll tell what has worked for me and my preference. I prefer to have a weekly uh, cadence of one-to-ones with my direct reports and key stakeholders and engineers on my team. And then uh, every two or three weeks for kind of a a random representation from the organization so that I'm meeting each and every person at least once a quarter to get a perspective. Also, like I hold bi-weekly and monthly one-to-one with key stakeholders, my peers, some of the key stakeholders in the organization to stay connected with with what's happening in the different areas. Because I believe as well that part of my responsibility in my one-to-one is to communicate and inform the people I'm having one-to-one on the relevant information that I've known that I want to disseminate to them as well. We've talked about a lot of things in our experience and some of the things from yours and some of these great points. Are there resources if people wanted to dive deeper into creating great one-on-one experiences and building and mentoring people on their teams? What resources or books do you recommend for people to go look at that you've really appreciated and learned a lot from? A great book, and I'm trying to remember if it covered uh, one-to-ones or not a challenge, but a great book I recommend for specifically uh, aspirational uh, or the new managers on how to form their management philosophy because one-to-ones as part of the management philosophy is called the first-time manager. It's a great resource. The other resource in in my experience is not a book, uh, but rather an accountability partner. One of the advice I have for leaders, again, specifically the more junior ones is have an accountability partner for your one-to-ones. Uh, somebody who you look up to as a coach or a mentor, who you will share what you're doing in your one-to-ones, some situations, and that can give you advice on some things to do or best practices so that you have that fluid discussion. Again, it's it's out of my belief that one-to-ones are a little bit dynamic. There's no this like, hey, checklist, one, two, three, four, check, and you're done. It's vibrant. It changes. It's dynamic. So having that accountability partner uh, really helps. The one book in particular on this subject that comes to mind for me is Radical Candor. It does a lot of great stuff around one-on-one meetings, but also the point that you were mentioning earlier, like let's make sure we get the feedback and the opportunities for improvement in the moment rather than waiting for an official performance review or something like we need to share that awareness of opportunities to improve. It's not just about like saying all the time, hey, you know, this is how you can improve and just kind of being on people all the time. It's really about establishing that connection, that trust with people over time and that openness, which is critical to a solid relationship, any relationship in life is, and certainly a professional relationship. So that's the one book on, on the subject that I would think. Yeah, thank you for reminding me about it. Yes, it's, it's an amazing book and philosophy, especially when coupled with servant leadership and finding the balance point. I believe the combination of both will be a great resource. Yes, thank you for reminding me. Hazim, as we kind of finish off this segment here, is there any other final piece of advice or things around one-on-one meetings or other things that we didn't get to that, that you'd like to share with our listeners here? Uh, I think we've covered a lot. The only one keyword I would love to 
to share uh, uh, kind of as a conclusion is the word intentional. One-to-ones have great outcomes when they are approached with intentionality to sum it all, like making one-to-ones intentional, the agenda, how they're executed, the preparation just makes them a great forum and a great enjoyable time for both parties who are uh, participating in it. At this point, we're going to transition into the Take Action Today segment of the show, where we'll get one final takeaway from Hazim about how we can move forward in our careers today. Now it's time for our Take Action Today segment of the show. I've been talking with Hazim. Can you share with us one final takeaway for people to take into their next one-on-one meeting? How can they make the best out of that? My call to action for everybody who's tuning in to your podcast is to do two things. Uh, One, uh, make one-to-ones intentional uh, in preparation and execution. Uh, With a specific call to action in your next one-to-one, just take that step back. Ask the person you're meeting, how are you today? Uh, What has changed since last we met? Again, make it dynamic, make it uh, an enjoyable time so that the outcome is very impactful for you and your team member you're having the one-to-one with. I hope everyone takes from this and make sure to not just hear and understand these ideas, but make sure almost all of us are going to have one-on-one meetings with either those that we lead or those that lead us or both coming up shortly. So please take from this, take some action on this and, and do what you can to make the most out of these opportunities. Hazem, it's been a pleasure to talk with you today. If people want to connect with you or learn more about what you're up to at CoinMe or otherwise, how can they reach out to you and learn more? You can message me like uh, on LinkedIn. That's my preferred. You can, again, look me up, uh, Hazem Mackie, H-A-Z-I-M-M-A-C-Q-I, or I have a short URL on LinkedIn uh, slash hmackie. That would be the easiest way to reach me. Uh, I try to be active there and responsive. And again, I want to really thank you for taking the time, for your great question, and for the great positive message and energy you're putting out in the world using your podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for being a part of it and uh, look forward to continued success for you and the team. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. We would love to hear your feedback, comments, and questions please go to www.engineeringmanagementinstitute.org where you will find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books mentioned during the episode. And don't forget to check out our upcoming webinar for this month at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Additionally, for any engineers or technical professionals who are struggling with unemployment or feeling underappreciated or uncertain about how to make an intentional career transition, I've created some free training resources with an additional opportunity to join a more intensive program called the Engineering Career Accelerator. You can find more information at engineeringcareeraccelerator.com. Until next time, I wish you the best in all of your engineering endeavors. The strategies that you heard in this episode will be of no use to you unless you take action and start to implement them in your career immediately. To help you do that, we have designed a system that you can use at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. It combines live monthly webinars with PDHs, plus a private forum giving you access to coaches and premium content focused on helping you build your management and leadership skills. 
Join us for our next live webinar at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org and we'll help you engineer your own success.